If you want a podcast that will bring stability to your business and create loyal customers who trust you before they buy and then can't wait to tell the world about you, well, then your episode content has to, number one, grab their attention. Number two, help them know, like, and trust you. Number three, solve their problems. And number four, make them want to share your podcast with their friends. That is why everything your listener hears, sees, touches, and feels in relationship to your episode needs to be relevant to the problem you are trying to solve with your business. And as I mentioned in an earlier episode, the best way to do this is to be authentic. And a podcast is the best form of new media to create an authentic relationship with potential clients because they will spend so much time with your voice millimeters from their eardrums. So let's talk about the best ways to build this authentic relationship with your podcast listener. Number one, tell your story. Think about your closest friends. Most likely they are your closest friends because they know everything about you. They know the good things and the bad things, and they've been there at the worst moments in your life to help pick you up. My mentor, Mike Kim, likes to say that your closest friends have photos of you on their phone that could ruin you. They know your story. Share those stories of growth, triumph, failure, and disaster with your audience, and they will immediately bond with you. Show real emotion, and the connection will be sealed. The second way to build an authentic relationship with your podcast listener is to share your real life, both good and bad. Similar to sharing your story up to this point, you should also share your real life, real time experiences. It's odd in an age of such amazing connectivity that we feel more isolated than ever, but it's true. The people who will listen to your podcast are commuting. They're working out alone. They're working from home alone, etc. If you tell them about the crap that happens to you and then use it as a teachable moment or an example of how to overcome adversity, it will not only connect them, but it will inspire them. Now, the third way to build an authentic relationship with your podcast listener is to interact with them. Actually having conversations with your listeners is the best way to build an authentic connection. Unless you do live call-ins though, it's hard to interact directly on your podcast with your listeners, but there are ways. You can have people call in, both live and recorded. Use something like speakpipe.com to allow people to record questions. They will love hearing their actual voice on your show. You can also respond to listener questions and emails. You can try surveying your audience or just asking questions for them to respond to during your show. Ask them to do something. Take a picture and share it on social media tagging you. Set up live meetups locally or as you travel. Even if only two people show up, those two people will become fierce advocates of your show. I've talked about Mike Kim before. His podcast, The Brand You Podcast, is an excellent example of how to be authentic. Mike shares all of his ideas, solutions, and secrets to his business success. He also shares about his personal life and the things he learns from his friends. He's been very open over the course of his podcast about what has worked for him and what hasn't. Even the interviews he has done are more revealing because the experts who come on his show are willing to share more with Mike. To show you how well this works, let's talk about his email list. Most digital marketers will agree that your email list is the best indication these days of how effective you are at building a community and how successful your business can be. But I would go a step further and say that engagement from your list is even more important an indicator. 
Recently, Mike agreed to promote a free training that I was doing to help people discover the benefits of doing a podcast. He sent an email to his list about it. Now, Mike has a really large email list, and like most people with a really large list, he gets a good number of unsubscribes with every email he sends out. What was more important, though, was that close to 40% of the people he sent the email to opened the email. And even better for me, 118 people registered for my training. That's insane. I've had my trainings promoted to large lists before, sometimes with even more emails and social media posts, and I'd never had more than 30 people register for a training. Even more proof was that 40 people actually showed up for the training. The norm for most trainings and webinars is about 10% of the people that register. So his list showed up more than triple the norm. This is a very clear example of how that authentic connection and trust can lead to real results. One of the most frequent questions I get about marketing is how do we know what type of marketing to invest in? There is so much out there. How do we compete with all the marketing noise? Well, you know my answer is going to be you need a podcast. Well, here's a story that shows exactly what I do. I've told you about Katie Kermitsos and her podcast, Biz Women Rock, before on an earlier episode. Katie's a business strategist and coach, and she happens to be one of my clients as well. She's reached thousands of women business owners all across the country through her podcast. Because of her podcast, Katie is always talking to warm leads who want to listen and learn about what she has to offer them. Well, so how did I help her? I met Katie in December 2016 when I approached her about advertising my services on her show. As we developed the ads, she and I had several great discussions about podcasting and her show in particular. I discovered that even after over 250 episodes and building a thriving community in business, she was still spending three to four hours per week editing, uploading, promoting, and analyzing her podcast. She was tired of it, frustrated, and almost to the point of ditching the show entirely. I immediately suggested she have us take over all of her show production and distribution. This simple step immediately allowed her to implement changes changes that tripled her revenue in 2017 because she was able to focus on much higher value activities that would grow her business. It gave her real results because she was focused on doing the work that had the power to skyrocket her income. The mere fact that I helped her think about her podcast in a strategic manner added value. Much of what I do as a strategist is identify the gaps and call out the problems, and that is often enough. Most of the time, the people I work with are too close to their businesses to see how unproductive it is for them to keep doing this or that when they can have someone else do it for them. I also add value by helping them avoid the pitfalls, overcome the obstacles, and shorten the learning curve. I reveal examples of small things that can compromise their results. Most business owners know what they need. They just don't know how to get it. And more often than not, they are trying to do it all on their own. Believe it or not, most business owners don't even realize that a podcast can help them. And it takes a forward-thinking leader to take that first step. So if you're ready to take that first step, contact me today to schedule a free 15-minute strategy session. And let's get started crafting a podcast that will create customers who trust your business before they ever buy and then can't wait to tell the world about you. You can schedule a time with me by going to meetme.so slash Danny Osmond. That's meetme.so slash Danny Osmond, and I'll include the URL in the show notes.